5: Hello and welcome. It's our number one, hour one of our radio program. And here in hour number one on the podcast version with limited commercial interruption and no musical interlude, no lullabies here. Do you like the idea of putting an embargo on NFL coaching hires? It's been talked about. Every year it gets talked about. Will the NFL ever actually do it? How can they monetize it? Are these coaching interviews really that big a distraction for assistant coaches and the teams that employ them looking for head coaching jobs? And what would the downside be to holding off on a coaching job fair? if you will. We'll talk about all of that and more. Here it is, our number one. Hey, hold off on that high... No, no, don't hire that person. No, no, no. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere in collaboration as we sing like birds coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and downright powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the fest, the Yak Fest, as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, so our lead this hour coming from the coaching carousel. Round and 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 round It goes in the NFL. It is a seasonal story that we get around this time of the year as we await the next round of NFL playoff activity. There are not one, not two, not three, not four, five. I'm not kidding. Five coaching jobs that are opened up. You've got Indianapolis, Denver, Houston. Arizona and Carolina all on the prowl for new head coaches. It's a game of musical chairs. Now, these respective teams are right now, probably not right now because it's the middle of the night, but when it's a proper time, they're doing interviews, and they're conducting their conversations with prospective candidates. Oh, it's so exciting. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Oh, man, is this great. Now, many of those candidates – are currently working for teams that are preparing for the divisional round of the playoffs. You see, it's a popularity contest in the NFL. And when you're one of the cool kids on a team that wins a playoff game, you become more valuable. And so you look around at teams like Kansas City, Buffalo, the Cowboys, teams along those lines. The 49ers, they're the ones that get rated for their assistance. We all know that, right? We watch this every year. It's the same thing, whoever the, the, the popular teams are. They get rated, So that has led to a story that also pops up on our radar annually. And I wanted to get into a conversation with you about it. And if you don't know where I'm going with this, maybe not. So we are bombarded, I say that with hyperbole, with calls from NFL media bigwigs, how uh, inappropriate it is, how wrong it is, the way that this job search is conducted. And these people that are better than us, because they're powerful media people, they tell us that, wait a minute here, you've got to put the kibosh on interviews. No coaches should be hired until after the Super Bowl. Now, one of the leading voices banging the drum on this is Mike Florio, who always is at the front of the line there. He's written books about this. And change, we need change. No more coaches being hired before after the Super Bowl. So let's engage in this. Let's discuss the question. Do you like the idea of the NFL putting an embargo on coaching hires? So I've got Beach Boys, Compartmentalize, and Cloak and Dagger. And we will combine all of these things together. And we are going to make a migraine headache is what we're going to make, which is what you'll likely have if you listen to more than 20 minutes of this show. Anyway, so, A, at face value, this idea, we've discussed it in the past. So at face value, it seems like a wonderful plan. It would extend the NFL calendar of content further and further out and that's what we're all about selfishly is you do a daily radio show you need things to discuss that are new and fresh and vibrant and all that and it would certainly do that it would feed the content kitty it would allow us a more around the clock coverage conversation never ends blah 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 wonderful idea but rather than combine the worlds of the playoffs and the job hunting season right the NFL in theory could hold a NFL endorsed Expo, like an old-fashioned career expo. Go down to the convention center this weekend with your resume and you can get a new job. woo
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Now, I'm an ideas guy, so while I am skeptical of this working, I'll explain why in a minute, from a financial standpoint, this is a money-making vehicle. And you can play the old Beach Boys tune Kokomo. in uh, the NFL could invite Perspective coaching candidates and teams, and then fans as well to Aruba, Jamaica, or Bermuda, Bahama, wherever, right? I mean, you go down Key Largo, uh, Montego Bay, I don't care, right? Whatever works for you. Get a big cruise ship together, traversing the tropics in the Atlantic or head out to the Pacific, the Hawaiian Islands, and then you can – Put it on television. You could sell it to Fox or ESPN or NBC or God only knows who. Somebody will pay you money. If not, you can just put it on the state-sponsored, prob the news service, the NFL Network. And you can have a, a week of job interviews and, oh, man, would that be fun. Now, part two of this here, are these coaching interviews really that big a distraction for assistance because that's the main argument the main argument that we've heard from the people that are out in front there complaining about this is that it's not fair it's not fair that is a misnomer like I don't think that the people that are coaching in the NFL all of them some of them are but I don't think all of them are meatheads and I like to believe that these people can chew gum and walk and the same time, the idea that the coaches spend 18 hours a day on the game plan, it's the playoffs, playoffs, that is a humdinger of a story. It's also not true. It's the shaggy dog story. It's the the fish story. So I'd like to take a machete to the romantic belief that coaches spend 18, 20 hours a day on the game plan. Now, in In Dallas, for example, Dan Quinn is the one that's brought up a lot, defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Quinn has been a head coach. He has interviewed for jobs since he coached the Falcons, multiple jobs. He has not gotten those head coaching jobs. He knows the drill. The dirty little secret, though, I'm going to burst your little bubble here. This is what I've heard from coaches that have worked at our building at Fox Sports Radio over the years, And when you get them in a break and they're playing commercials and they're telling you to buy insurance or to buy tires or something like that, they tell you what really goes on. And they point out that almost all of the hard work done by a coach is done on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. That that's when the game plan is devised and implemented, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday and Friday are very light. And even on a short week, because the Cowboys played on Monday night, The secret sauce here is to compartmentalize. That's the secret sauce. It should be part of your everyday life experience anyway. It doesn't matter whether you're a football coach, a talk show host, a truck driver, a security guard, whatever you do. I don't care what you do. It doesn't matter to me what your job is, but a life is easier to live if you compartmentalize. If you're going to be successful in life, you have to be able to organize your business affairs into separate, distinct areas. And that's a key ingredient to a successful person, whatever they do. And you minimize the amount of stress that comes with the various activities that you have to deal with, the bull crap from day-to-day life, the daily minutiae that gets, gets us all worked up into a tizzy here. So you focus on the job at hand. Now, last word here, what would the downside be to holding off on coaching hires, uh, we talked about the good side. You can stretch this out, stretch the calendar out with a downside, which if you look at this objectively and took it, take a couple steps back, the reason I'm against it, and again, at first I was like, oh, that's a good idea, but uh, we love the the content creator side of the NFL job fair. But we are also cynical and jaded enough, we're jaded realists here, to realize that that embargo Would be not a sham, not a partial sham, a total sham. Yet, if you think that NFL teams are going to honor a moratorium on coaching hires, you are a dum 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 da dum dum dum. That would be you. Don't believe that. Come on, you're smarter than that. Like what we would have is a metamorphosis into a cloak and dagger. Operation that already happens, we see it all the time. They put embargoes on free agency. What happens? The NBA is the worst, the worst. But it goes on in football. It goes on in baseball. All the sports. Tamper, 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 tamper. It's it's the free agency model where we've all seen it. These things are done through back channels, middlemen, intermediaries. Nobody follows the rules. Why even bother when it comes to free agency? They realize that the benefit outweighs the risk of getting caught. It's the, the high-stakes game of professional sports and how that works. Now, it's not just sports. I, I was reading a, a study not that long ago that the, the percentage of criminals that get caught, I'm talking about like not murder and, and like rape, things like that. I'm talking about like theft, people that steal crap. The FBI's own estimates, as of a few years ago, they said that roughly 18% of criminals get caught committing the theft. So if you do the math on that, you know there's a whole lot of people that are committing larceny that are not getting caught at that moment, and maybe never. And also, there's this other thing, which I've heard from people who work in the NFL, that even though you've got the the draft and the combine and, and workouts, pro days after the Super Bowl, a lot of people squeeze in a little vacation around that time. They like to go on a little vacation and then come back and get worked up for the draft. And so, you're messing with a trip to Disney World. What's wrong with you? The family would like to go to see Mickey Mouse and Goofy. Shame on you. Blah, 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 blah. All right, this is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part of the program, you can join us here. The lines are opening up. Open Sesame. Just like that. We said Open Sesame, and then all the lines will open up, and you can be part of the Festivus of Talk, which I know is your dream. When you were a little kid, you hoped someday I can be famous on overnight talk radio, and now your dreams can come true. Yeah, I know. It's a big deal. It's a big deal in a person's life. It is. All right, we'll take your calls, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. If you would like to be part of the Festivus of Talk here, that's at Ben Maller. You can write in on Twitter, and we may use your comment on the air. Hey, Trevor Lawrence, you just won your first NFL playoff game in dramatic fashion over those choking dog Chargers. Where are you going to celebrate? We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe
4: To start listening.
6: If you listen for five good minutes, you know the Ben Maller show is not for the squeamish or faint of heart. You're invited to join our secret society online. You'll get to mingle with other like-minded listeners on Facebook. It's just a few clicks away. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Mallor Show. An ally from the tirect.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
5: And we we'll get to the calls. We started with a coaching carousel, Maller monologue. Chip in the Qs writes in, says A-plus on the Maller monologue. As for me, I already know I'm not so bright. If I were, I wouldn't have been working at a second-rate supermarket on the third shift for the last 39 years. Wow. Chip in the Qs. Put in the, the work. Milkman Mike says, Is Trevor Lawrence taking his offensive line to Chuck E. Cheese? We'll get to that coming up in a bit. Late Night Drug Tester says, great idea with the coaching job fair. The only question is, which NFL team would have the best and worst freebies to hand out at their booth to attract prospective coaching candidates? Yeah. Frank says he thinks Trevor Lawrence uh, went to Sizzler. That there's a few of them left. There's not many Sizzlers left. There's not a lot of Sizzlers around. Every once in a while, you you run into one, and you're like, "Wow, that's I ran into that's like a a great thing." Glendale, wonderful thing. In LA, there's one in Glendale. The
6: Isn't girl. there one over by the Forum, or is that still is that gone, or is it? I there? don't think that's no,
5: I think there it's there gone. anymore. Gone. Yeah, that's yeah. prime real estate over there, Eddie. That's uh that's big bucks over there near SoFi Stadium. They're going for it. Craig crying. Craig in Seattle says, "When Geno Smith fumbled the ball against the Niners, I cried. I cried so hard." Uh, caused such a siren, uh, people thought that an elephant was being trampled on somewhere. From Crying, crying Craig giving us the the lowdown.
6: Crying Craig 2.0. Yeah,
5: it's the reincarnation of Crying Craig. We did have the original Crying Craig call the show at the end of last year. That was very exciting. We hadn't heard from Craig. Craig's all grown up now. He no longer cries. But he checked in. He did a wellness call to say, hey, I, I remember you idiots. And he called in. We love that. Wonderful. The Russian kid hated the Maller monologue. He says you get a C-plus on the opening monologue. That was a dog food relevant opener. Uh-oh. The greatest show on radio. What's wrong, Maller? He said he'd rather listen to Marcel's boring food picks. Wow. Uh, there, there you go. It's the, uh, the Russian kid. Uh, Milkman Mike uh, said, "Hot opening monologue on the NFL. Old man hiring season. Florida should spend uh, more time rationally thinking about the hiring process and less on uh, the uh, the mullet." All right. Uh, we'll take some calls here, but I, I did want to mention as we go forth through the course of the overnight. If you're with us all night long, we have got the third degree coming up next hour. Too much or not enough cooking with Robert. No, we'll go into the kitchen with Roberto. Also, password, the word game of the stars coming up a little bit later. Ferg Dog says, "Hey Ben, can you give a shout out to UCLA grad Mackenzie McDonald's major upset over Rafael Nadal at the Who? Australian Open?" Who? I don't even know what that is, Ferg Dog. I play the hits, man. We play the hits here, and. Uh, generally the Australian Open is not hit. I love the Ozzy Waz, who's in Australia, who's in Western Australia. Who? Who's like, we don't even care about the Ozzy Open. We're, I live here. We don't care. We're don't. we like into cricket. It's cricket season. That's how it goes. Euphimi in Chicago says, hey, Maller, A-plus on the Maller monologue, worthy of a uh, chocolate taco, Mr. NFL should uh, just make the USFL and XFL official minor leagues of football and allow each NFL team to place a stash, borderline player, similar to how Major League Baseball works. That's from Yafemi. Well, the owners won't do that because then they have to spend money. They'll have to pay a lot of money out, and they don't want to spend any money. And uh, not everyone. There's, a, there's some owners that are all down with it, and they're like, oh, that's a great idea. We could have a developmental league uh, team somewhere. But there are a number of owners still. It's like a time warp. It's kind of like that old movie Anchor Man, you know, like that anchor that's from a different era. Like there's owners, like we, we tell Mark Mark Davis, the Spanos family. These are, uh, they, they, these are family businesses. They don't want to spend any extra money. That's all profit. That's all straight cash. Homie is what that is. All right, let's go to the phones. Here's a blast in the past. This guy, one of the crazier people we've had on the show from Spokane. We say hello to Ed in Spokane. Hello, Ed.
8: What's up, Ben?
5: There he is. You still hanging out with the lovely Christina? Yes, I am. Is she sleeping right
8: now? Is that what's going on? She's in the world. guess where I am right now.
5: Um, you're in your kitchen. No. Right, you're not in your kitchen.
8: Outside no. in the bushes.
5: Yeah, you're in the bushes. You're you're uh no. you're looking for Bigfoot. No. No?
8: You're uh for... we were in T J yesterday.
5: Say that again. I, the, the, I think think the, the, the Tijuana. You're in Tijuana.
8: That's Roberto.
5: Oh, you're in Tijuana. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Are you passing through LA on your way back? Or you want to stop? You have a dollar yeah, sign on your forehead right now.
4: You have a dollar sign on your forehead. Yeah, we're going to be there
8: tomorrow. Oh. But I'll tell you what it was the worst week to travel to California in the history of traveling to California. Why is that? Right when we crossed the border, it started raining. It was raining, rain, 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 rain.
5: Ed, it's, it sounds like you're whining here, Ed. What, what are you complaining about? I am
8: about? whining. Jesus. All right. All right.
5: So how long did you plan this trip for? Uh, All year. So you planned all year for a trip. And you get to a place it almost never rains, and it rains. And this this yeah, out. that's what
8: heard yeah. all year. It never rains. Yeah, there's no rain. How do you get water in California? You know. And then we get there, and it rains. Oh, dude.
5: Yeah. So how's Tijuana treating you?
8: Uh, it was pretty nice. It was actually really nice, actually. <laughs> <Five> <laughs> oh, I hear Christina in the background.
5: Christina's in the background. there. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. for those that are we new love to the, the show. show. Okay. Uh, for those that are new to the show, Ed used to be a regular caller. He used to work overnight. You delivered pizzas, if I remember correctly. Is that correct, Ed? You, yeah. yeah you and now you're a gardening guy. You gave me one of your hats. Are you still doing the gardening stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I,
8: obviously, I, you, know, you, you can't do that in the wintertime.
5: No, nah, no. Nah, that's a seasonal job. And so, so Ed, I would say there. the two things you're most famous for, well, probably more than this, but the two that pop into my head. To, I know what you're
8: talking about. Well,
5: the w- w- well, one was the, the Mallor Man march. Big when you, ben Mallor. Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah,
8: there you go. Big
5: ben Mallor. Yeah, the other thing that Ed blew us all away, we did not ask him to do this, but Ed showed up to a, in 2020 when the world was burning, Ed showed up to a Black Lives Matter rally to promote our show. <laughs> to people protesting uh, for Black and Lives nobody Matter. nobody got to it <laughs> It was fascinating. Uh, I led
8: the march, too.
5: Yeah, you, you've you got the thick skin. Uh, maybe you're just obtuse. I don't know what it is, but uh, amazing, right. uh, amazing, Ed, uh, that you're able to do these things. I would be very uncomfortable doing these things. You're able to do it. Very impressive. And uh, I had a nice meal with you. We, we were not allowed in the Seahawks 49er game that year. The Seahawks did not allow us in those A-holes from the Seahawks. Ooh. So we sat in a restaurant right next to the stadium there and had a nice meal and watched the game. So it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Exactly. Do you still have your old iPhone?
5: Uh, no, I did. I did upgrade. I like. I like that you remember that I had that old crappy. The phone
8: sucks, bro. <laughs> yeah,
5: it's a bad. It's a bad phone. Yeah, no. My my wife is, said it was pathetic, and she uh, upgraded the phone. So good I job for her. Otherwise, I'd still. I would have like an iPhone seven if it wasn't. I know for you would. I know I, you would. Other, other people in my life. All right. Well, you kids have fun in Tijuana. All right, state. Don't get arrested, and make sure you have money for the federal. Are uh, you around uh, L.A.? Well, I am around. I mean, I'm around L.A. right now. You want to drive in right now? You want to come hang out? You can make it by the end of the show. No. Be there tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow be, maybe. I don't think I'll be here tomorrow. Yeah, no, I don't think I'll be, I'll be somewhere. I'll be somewhere I just else. You want to yeah. stay home
8: and. Go to Revolution Boulevard and TJ. Have you gone there yet? Uh, we're out of TJ. Oh, Oh, are
5: you in San Diego? Are you in San Diego? We're in
8: Oceanside right now. Oh,
5: Oceanside. All right. Look at that. Beautiful. All right. Junior Seahaw's old stomping grounds there in Oceanside. All right. Well, think. Gotta go. No more small talk. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo.
6: As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show.
5: Numero uno.
6: Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah.
4: They want to hear us talk sports, not... Are idiot guests who think they know more about sports
5: than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Oh. You don't know nothing about football. This
6: is the worst thing Wait, I've ever heard. Wait, he's still on the of. line. You're
5: off the show, oh. the
6: show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Polly and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota.
4: start
6: listening this story intrigued me and maybe i i'm just clueless as to what's going on here maybe you guys can fill me in on this but michigan co-offensive coordinator matt weiss has been placed on leave he is under investigation for a report of computer access crimes Ooh. anybody have a clue what Ooh. the hell that means uh, like breaking, was he, he,
5: he use
1: somebody else's computer that he shouldn't have been using? Was he adjusting
5: grades or something? I don't know. Oh, okay. Is that possible? Right. Is he maybe messing some of the uh, football? Does that even matter, though, anymore? I thought they don't care about grades anymore. It's a semi-professional football, so why would yeah. you do that, right? I, I don't know. Who <laughs> cares if you're failing every class? You're good at tackling, so get out there and play for the Wolverines. Yeah. Maybe snooped on the student's laptop. Huh. All right. Uh, well, we'll find out, Eddie. I guess a that report we'll
6: see of the- computer access crimes. Is that espionage? You think there's espionage going on, Eddie? I, think was I mean, sp- it w- it w- when we had that guy from the was it was it from the Astros or the Cardinals that remember? Yeah, that were-
5: was the original cheating Cardinals, scandal, yeah. The yeah, Cardinals, Cardinals
6: guy okay. was, he, and it was the Astros Ast- that he broke got into, hacked, yeah. got hacked into. Yeah. Okay, I, I, you think this guy? He was. Well, I mean, if he was hacking into like an Ohio State database, I don't think they'd, they'd be, I think they'd be okay with that. So I don't know. This is, I don't know. It's weird.
5: Yeah. All right. We'll keep an eye on it, Eddie. We'll yeah. get all the latest details on the fraudulent access to computers and a computer network. Because we are against fraud. We do not support fraud on the Ben Maller Show. We are anti-fraud. We've taken a strong anti-fraud position on the show, as opposed to those shows that support fraud. Fraud! Fraud! And fraud!
9: Fraud! And fraud! Fraud. And
5: fraud! This portion of the Ben Maller show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more—all your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.
1: Dot com. <laughs> we- Can I bring up something real quick? Yes, Koopaloo. So we we just now noticed this because I think this is the first time we've ever played that drop uh, when yeah, you've yeah. been in studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we always make fun of you. And I think I, we now realize. Yes. What? Because you always miss the fraud. <laughs> no, You're I, do always inten- all-
6: I do that intentionally. Why would you do that intentionally? <laughs> it sounds
5: <laughs> terrible. No, it's funnier. To it's, it's mean, not. It's not, not funny. No, it's hilarious. The, I'm going for comedic. Vibe. You think I'm worried about getting the chant right? <laughs> you got to no. get the chant right, no, does you It doesn't work. No, I disagree. Eddie, play it again. I'll do it's it It's like again. somebody playing no, no, a this, note, this and this you're time. like playing off beat the whole time. <laughs> yeah, this time you you were hitting you it correctly. It. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. I, you you're off a little bit, like a half a beat. One. Fraud.
6: Fraud. <laughs> fraud. fraud. See, now
5: you're intentionally no, doing it. No, I'm not doing it intentionally. You are. I'm not you doing it intentionally. You just nailed you're it a minute ago. On. No, no, listen. Here's the thing. The man fraud and all these chants, like the Urban Meyer, all these chants. Urban Meyer. Now you're hitting it again. Urban Urban Meyer. <laughs> Fire (laughs) Rambus! No, no, you're doing it on purpose. I'm not doing it on purpose. Fire Rambus! Uh, All right, let's go to the phones and we'll say hello to Poppy in San Diego. Picking with Poppy. Hello, Uh Poppy.
7: Hey, lovely, lovely.
5: Welcome back.
9: I'm here, guys. What?
8: Hey, I
5: was going <laughs> to... The the it's, it's the Poppy Show. Oh, boy. We're all oh, no, guest it's stars. The ben,
9: it's the Ben Ballard Show uh, featuring special guest Poppy.
7: And, uh, you know, I was going to tell you, I want to give a shout-out first of all uh, to Mason.
5: All right, you two, you two guys get a room. Every call, and it's just no, no, sucking up to Mason. No, How dare you? No,
7: no, no. And, and Tesla, hold on. And Tesla, shout-out to Tesla, Poppy, and uh. The new, Poppy fan, the new fan Poppy
5: and out of the Ben Maller show? Shout out to Clint Could you sound any way. worse? Yeah, could you? could you? be any more overmodulated and we can't understand what you're saying? Uh, okay, uh, and I just want to say uh, thank you for the new
7: fan collection. We're hearing the Ben Maller show. Big copy Cat, but he especially the a big Ben Maler fan. He's the number one fan of Ben Maller. Number um, one. Uh, Number one, yes, and I wanted to tell you guys,
5: uh, you know, um, tonight um, I I want to go against you, Justin in Cincinnati. All right, all right, all right. Guy. Hold on a sec. Now, Ju- Justin, if you want to call Justin, call right now, and we will have a battle royale. If Justin beats Poppy, then Poppy will not call the show for one month. Is that correct, Poppy?
7: I mean, I thought it was actually the sports picks,
5: and we're going to do the sports picks. That was the thing. You know, oh, you want to do the sports Cincinnati. picks. All right. Yeah, all, sports, all right, all right. Fine. 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 Well, Justin, if you're listening, I know you have a job now, Justin, so you can't be calling at any time we want you to. But if you're able to call in, we'll put Poppy back on hold, and we'll see if we can work that out. And we'll make magic. Speaking of making magic, Trevor Lawrence, you just won your first NFL playoff game. Where are you going to go to celebrate? Well, it turns out Trevor Lawrence decided to hit the hottest spot in Jacksonville the number one restaurant a it's just it, it is amazing a, uh, I think five star uh, restaurant in jacksonville that's got the uh, the top rating internationally he went to the waffle house in uh, jacksonville <laughs> there michelin star rated waffle house there in jacksonville to have a celebratory dinner after the comeback win over the chargers his wife claims that she made reservations. I didn't, I've been to Waffles. I have been to Waffle House in years, but I didn't know you could make reservations at Waffle House. Is that real? Can you actually make reservations at Waffle well, House? I don't think. Maybe she was kidding. But they, they claimed that a bunch of teammates on the Jags had not been to Waffle House, and so they wanted them to experience uh, all that they have to offer there. You think Trevor Lawrence is part of that regulars club where he's got one of those, he goes to Waffle House so much that he just loves it, and he got a he gets like discounts and all that? Is he an all-star special guy? You think he eats that, or does he go with just the basic? My theory on restaurants, and I've said this before, but, like, if you go to, there's a place I love in L.A. called Tito's Tacos. If you go there and eat a burrito, no, the name of the, Tito's Tacos, not Tito's burritos. Like, if you go to the Waffle House and order scrambled eggs and uh bake it or, or I know they have a lunch menu at the waffle house or something like that you know what are you doing No, you, eat, you order the waffles so known for. It. if i go to long john whatever fisherman place and, and eat uh, some some you know eat some fish, I'm, gonna eat, I'm not going to eat chicken it's one of my golden rules it's gotten me through life just want to point that out so there you go uh, let's go to Mike, who's in San Burdu. Hello, Mike. Welcome. You're on Fox Sports Radio.
9: Hey, Big Ben. Nice to hear. Nice to talk to you again. I haven't called since uh, about 10 years. Last time we spoke, it was uh, before the Harbaugh Bowl. I'm a Niner fan. We talked about the Harbaugh Bowl, and unfortunately they lost this game. But I got a little stat nugget for the upcoming uh, Sunday game between Dallas and Niners. The Cowboys and Niners have met eight times in the playoffs. Dallas holds a record five to three, so I'm a little concerned. And uh, do you have any nuggets uh, for the upcoming well, game? Well, I would on advise Sunday? you,
5: Mike, that the way you look at this as a handicapper, uh, you got to look at it like Wall Street. Past results do not indicate future outcomes. That it doesn't matter what has happened. All that matters is what happens in that day. Blah 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 blah. More importantly. Where have you been for the last 10 years? That's what I want to know. That's the burning question that you randomly call up every 10 years.
9: Um, well, I've been working during that time, but I listen to you frequently now that oh. I'm working nights again. Oh, that's it. You're nights. back at night. No, can...
5: That's it. You went to the dreaded day shift, didn't you?
9: Yes, I did, How Mr. Dare you. How yeah, dare but you. I'm back on nights to harass you probably right.
5: once a week. Well, Maybe. good. All right. you feel free to harass me all you want. And if the 49ers lose, I imagine you won't be calling for another few years. But if they win, you'll be the oh, first no. one calling up. No, you'll go call. Well, I'll, I'll
9: be definitely. I'll be. I'll be calling right after Sunday night for sure. After they win.
5: All right. Well, we look forward to that, Mike. Thank you. The Brock Purdy adventure. Will it turn into a disaster, or will it continue to be sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops for the 49ers. That That is unreal. That's pretty good. They've been able to insulate him with. Good players at the receiver position, and the offensive line's done their job. Everyone's doing their job, and he hasn't effed it up. He hasn't screwed it up. All right, so the Ben Maller show on Fox. Time now for the Who Am I game. Since the start of Ooh. last season, I have had 376 tackles. That's the most of any player in the NFL over that span. Again, since the start of last season, I have had 376 tackles. That's the most of any player. In the NFL, over that span, who am I? The answer. We'll get to it, and we will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Join the curious
6: world of the Ben Maller Show online. It's pain-free and easy to do. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Uh, Hot nuts. And I, from the
5: Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And time now for the Who Am I game. Since the start of last season, Who? I have had 376 tackles. That is the most of any player in the NFL over that span. Who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? Sean from the Valley of the Sun says, Carl Erkin is the answer. Mason, listener Mason in Huntington Beach says, it's uh, happy birthday, Jim Ladd, who follows me on Twitter. Now, thank you for pointing that out, Mason. In Huntington Beach, I have now followed back the legendary radio DJ. You, even Eddie knows who Jim Ladd is. You know who Jim Ladd is, right, Eddie? Come on, classic rock DJ. Yeah, legendary. KLOS in LA for years. They fired him, I believe, years ago. But uh, he, he never they, heard of him. Uh, the song Tom Petty wrote a song, "The Last DJ," about about Jim Ladd. It's a, if you're a radio nerd, you got to hear that song, "The Last DJ." It was written about the DJ Jim Ladd. Who was like the last of the old school DJs, and I hate to tell you, a lot of the music on those—if uh, you listen to music radio—it's all like a supercomputer. It's like uh, algorithms. It's like Andrew Friedman of the Dodgers is uh, is writing the playlist there. It's it's wild and crazy. Uh, anyway, who else do we have? Let's see. Page down. You Christina in uh, in Spokane, but she's actually in Oceanside in Southern California now with Ed. Said George Washington. Alvin Harper guest by Manny. Megan Rapino from Just Joshua. Well, that's a pretty good photo. Um, She's changed her hair color a little bit. That's a solid photo. Charlie Sheen from Surly Scott. Who else do we have? Lizzo, of course, guest by Dan. And the lame jokes will be back. Lame jokes of the week will be back this week. So make sure to send your jokes in. AJ Hawk, guest by Jason in Denver. Daryl Talley from Chris in Des Moines. Now, who else do we have? Page down, page down. Jeff Bezos from Alf, the alien. O'Piner Ike Hilliard from Big Lou in the LBC Diego Luna from Benito the Cowboy Fan Gorman Thomas tossed out by Mister Nice Guy. That's I like that old school Brewers uniform though. That's a good look. Who else do we have? Uh, Novak Djokovic guessed by Ferg Dog. Well, you do know your tennis, Ferg Dog. Man, that's a that is a solid photo you you dug up there. The Saw Man. Says it's Blair in Maine that that is the answer. Eddie, do you have an answer? It's not The Undertaker, guessed by Rob in Vegas. It is not him. I'm going to go with former Bengals legend Takeo Spikes. Uh, That's a good name, but incorrect. It's also not Tristian Tate, guessed by Mr. Luciano, friend of the show. We've met him. He's a good guy. The correct answer, Eddie, from the Jacksonville Jags, Foye Oluokon. Foye Oluokon. Who? Jacksonville this year. He was in Atlanta last year. The guy is a tackling machine. He went to Yale, by the way. He went to Yale back in the day. Never heard of him. I know. I never heard of him either. But It's quite the name. I learned how to pronounce it. I'm proud of myself.
0: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Saleha
2: Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C.,